I just thought of something, and I have really bad news for you. Uh-oh. Don't. Don't spring this on me. 10.31. 30 minutes I'm on the air. You're going to hamstring me uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm going to give you bad news. Mm-mm. You missed your free Taco Gigante taco this week. No! How is that possible? Yeah, it ended yesterday. How is that possible? So, Taco 2, you missed. God damn it! We're on Taco 3 now. How did that happen? Alice, first of all, (laughs) Alice, I drove by Methuen yesterday on the way back from Connecticut. You could have gotten it. We didn't think of it. This is your responsibility. You need to remind me of this. I forgot too. I forgot too until just now. Are you sure? Well, let me look at my app. It's going to be the new one that expires on the 19th now. So what, it's every Tuesday? It's every week. It expires on Tuesday. Oh my God, that's a... Oh, I got to reach out to Taco Bell. Oh my goodness. You mean margaritas. I'm, I'm sorry. What am I talking about? <laughs> hey, okay. Stop making noise. Oh, is that thing... It's is it down, down there? below, yes. Okay, and that's why we're having audio problems. Uh, hold on. Let me look at margaritas. Maybe it's maybe it, it helped me. <laughs> it says I have one message. Oh, that's... So that is tragic. Free taco... Ends the 19th, right? Valid through the 19th. That is... Oh, no, wait. Yeah. No, no, no. Your one that's valid through the 12th is done, right? Yeah, but I have two free tacos valid through the 19th. Oh, really? It saved a free taco for you? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Through the 19th. We'll have to check this. Yeah, so I'll do it in the... Okay, so I'm going to do it Maybe you should do it today. Well, well, I mean, I'm going to Connecticut, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, but when's the 19th? Next Tuesday. Well, why don't I just do it? It's not going to erase, is it? I don't think so. Maybe I'll do it today. I mean, we don't know if it'll erase or not. We don't. We don't know anything here. We're, you know, flying blunt, free taco. Oh my goodness! I, if, 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 that is all the difference to me, Margaritas. If you've managed to save this one for me, that's all the difference to me. That but, would be but, huge. You, you know, the girl, it. the the um girl, rather cute girl. I'll say, mm-hmm. Alice. Who helped me last time? You think she'll she's do a pe- you a solid and help I think you? She's a people person, but I probably should order like two more, more than not just ask for the two free tacos. Exactly, ask them to do you a favor and not actually spend any money in their store. Right, so I should ask for two more. As a matter of fact, oh my goodness, Alice, <sighs> can't, can't give me. We have to stay on this taco thing. It's our new uh, part-time job is making sure we use the taco gigante the the, tacos. The chips are also delicious, and that salsa. Oh, damn it, delicious too. Okay. No more, okay. No more audio problems. Check, okay. Something, this, this, we need to, uh, Let me see what I can The dog pulled down the thing that holds the, Part of the, problem is the thing. So, the, that's this thing right here. Could you put it here somewhere? Thank you. Check, check one, check, 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 check one, check one, check one, two. Okay. Uh, oh, that was your head. Are you okay? No, it wasn't. It was my shoulder. Okay. It's important. <laughs> okay. We Only gonna, my shoulder hit the microphone. We're going to get to a couple of voice messages that we've forgotten. Alice. Okay. Uh, uh-oh. Check, it's because my check. cord... Hang on one sec. You just talk. Do okay. the voice messages. going to go to the voice messages here because we've been remiss in hitting the voice messages for the All You Can Eat podcast. And I'm going to get to these right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, next page. How many do we have, Alice? Two or three? There's two plus Steve left one last night that was somewhat food. Nutella. Right? That's that one? Uh, n- no, I feel like that's one of the two, but maybe there's more. And Dr. Cheswick left one too. Okay, correct. there's Ace Pod Song of the Day. 
Okay. This is not improving. Well, set it up. It should be not touching other cables. Stop doing Ch- that. Check one, two. It doesn't help. To what, ha- what, what is wrong with it? It needs to not touch other cables. She- so I think part of the problem is it's pl- it's, it, uh, the cable is going through the thing check, with all the other cables. Check, check one, two. Okay. Check one, two. Okay. Are you good? It should be not touching other How stuff. How long ago was the uh, were the podcast? Not three weeks ago, right? Because I've got two here, I see. Okay. Do two. And let's okay. start with so that. It's not one from three weeks ago. No. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with one from one week ago. This is called Ace. That's all you can eat. Uh-huh. Pod song of the day. Okay. Two all-beef patties, special oh, sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Are we you sure? You haven't heard that at least 9,000 times in your lifetime, Tom? Really? A Big Mac does yeah, not have right. cheese. It has cheese. Yeah, you know what it is? Is it like unlike the the cheeseburger or the double cheeseburger? The cheese in the in the mac bag is not the feature for me. It's a special sauce, right? For me, that that gets me. Right, but it, I definitely I can't imagine it without the cheese. But I have consumed like at least my body weight in Big Macs during the course of my life, so I'm extremely familiar with them and the ins and outs. Oh, all right. So I'm going to go now, Alice, to a little message that I call Nutella for Food Podcast. Okay. Just listening to the food podcast, and I know I'm stating the obvious, but Nutella is the best type of chocolate out there because you can consume it right out of the jar. You can put it on toast. You can dunk extra chocolate in there. You can put it on Mm -hmm. ice cream. I mean, it's just so versatile. So where do you guys Mm -hmm. stand on Nutella? Glad you mentioned this. So a couple of things. First of all, Nutella used to be a luxury item. There used to be a place in Winchester Center called the Continental Cow, which was so cute, Winchester. And they had... (laughs) What place is that? What's there now? The Continental Cow? I don't Mm -hmm. know. I I don't go to that. That's down next to the First Congo Church. It's actually down right down the street from Dr. Dan's original office. Um, So I don't know where... I don't know what's in there now. Undoubtedly, it's something cute. Uh, it, it, the Continental Cow was probably there was La Patisserie Continental Cow, and then for the and then there was um, uh, an Italian sub place at Delisandro's. Was it Del? No, it's not Delisandro. Anyway, anyway, but the Continental Cow had Nutella. One time, my, my brother and I bought Nutella in the nineties, and we enjoyed it very, very much. And I have a soft spot for Nutella, but we were under the. Um, we were under the belief in the 90s, Alice, that Nutella was a chocolate substitute that indeed was diet-friendly but tasted like chocolate. It was so good because it was made of beans and not like a cocoa meat. So it was – but I believe we were lied to. I believe – it is delicious, but it is – and of course, you're spreading chocolate, but it's it's a nut, right? So I in theory, there's Nutella, hazelnut, nut. but I will tell you yes. that – so our son is in this allergy program and you have to dose certain nuts and – you know, a bunch of them, there's different ways you can have them. Like almonds, you can have almond milk or almond butter. Nutella does not count for hazelnut doses because there's so little hazelnut in oh. it. You would have to like eat a huge amount of it to meet the amount for the dose. So um, there's not an 
an enormous amount of hazelnut in Nutella. There is enough that before our kid was in this program, he would react to Nutella. So, I mean, there there's definitely hazelnut in it, but it is primarily fat and sugar. Um, it is really delicious. I love Nutella, grew up on Nutella, um, you know, having it on toast and stuff. Obviously, you know, Europeans and Serbs that I'm a part of are way big into all those spreads. Um, there's Nutella and there's also its um, less classy cousin, uh, Euro cream, <laughs> which is, that's the one that it's like brown and white in the jar. Right. Uh, which is also delicious. I don't even know if that one purports to have any association with a nut whatsoever or if that's just pure creamy spread. Um, it's really tasty and that's what I would always... So you know how in Europe, like whatever your country calls crepes is really big everywhere? Yes. So the the French have crepes mm -hmm. and, and what do Italians have? Do they have that? I assume they have something like that. Yeah, probably. Um, Steve from Gloucester I will probably call and let us know what the Italians have that's like their thin pancake style thing. But um, Serbs have palachinke, which are that's what they call that. And they usually translate the word pancakes, but they don't mean pancakes. They mean crepes. And they have stands for them everywhere where you can buy them. And you can buy like savory lunch ones like ham and cheese ones and stuff. Or you can buy sweet ones. And that's what me and my cousin would always do is we would go and we would order crepes and have... Um, euro cream and these like crushed up cookies in there i mean it's always it's always i mean right? my cousin would eat those crushed up cookies i found this so gross i forget if i've already mentioned this on the food podcast or not but i found this so gross and she lived by it but she would take you could buy the cookies just crushed up in a box like imagine a vanilla wafer but just mm -hmm. turned into dust you yeah. now just have dust and she would eat that she would mix it with milk like warm milk in a bowl and just eat it. I think it's like delicious. Cereal, it's like, like graham oatmeal. cracker cereal. It's, yeah. Do you ever have graham cracker cereal? The texture weirds me out. Yeah. I well, thought of that actually today because you crushed up graham crackers and served it to our kids with milk right. for breakfast, chocolate graham crackers and milk. So I had to clean that up off the kitchen table and the floor where they spilled a bunch of it. And yeah. it's like the grossest texture to yeah. me. I was like gagging. I got those chocolate ones. For, I don't endorse them, but they were in the broken section, so I figured we might as they well. They are really tasty. They took a couple for snacks. The today, main ingredients in Nutella are sugar and palm oil, greater than 50%. It also contains hazelnut at 13%, cocoa solids, and skimmed milk. In the U.S. and the U.K., Nutella contains soy products. Nutella is marketed as hazelnut cream in many countries. Under Italian law, it cannot be labeled as chocolate cream as it does not meet minimum cocoa solids concentration criteria. <laughs> um, let's see. Paul Ferrero, Ferrero owned a bakery in Alba, Mike, by Mike's wife, uh, in an Italian <laughs> town known for the production of hazelnuts. In 1946, he sold the initial 300-kilogram, 660-pound batch of pasta gianduja derived from gianduja, originally sold as a solid block. Ferraro started to sell a creamy version in 1951 as super crema gianduja. Super crema. Yeah. That sounds so European yes. to me. In 1963, Ferraro's son, Michel Ferraro, revamped Super Crema Gianduja with the intention of marketing it throughout Europe. Its composition was modified, and it was renamed Nutella. The first jar of Nutella left the factory in Alba in a April 20th, 1964. The product was an instant success and remains widely popular. In, 20, tw in 2012, French Senator Yves Dodigny proposed a tax increase on palm oil from 100 pounds to 400 pounds, 
or euros per ton. At 20%, palm oil is one of Nutella's main ingredients, and the tax was dubbed a Nutella tax in the media. And May, on 14th May 2014, Post Italian issued a 50th anniversary Nutella commemorative stamp. Uh, yada, yada, yada. So there we go. That is Nutella. We should be reaching out to the folks at Nutella. Although we can't eat it, can we? We can't. Why can't we? Is is it diet friendly? Oh, Nutella? No. But um, when you're in maintenance, you can have it in moderation. Um, so actually, Eurocrem is made in Serbia, believe it or not. Oh, wow. And it is the white half of it is uh, hazelnut flavored and the brown half is cocoa flavored. So there you go. It is hazelnut flavored. Um, I do want to talk about um, um, the Isabel Izzy Riddebach, who's from this neighborhood. Um, what? Are you? Sorry, it's, it's sending me to a pay site. I got to go to the noob report. Single mom gets surprised uh, tip. Isabel Izzy Rudebach was asked by a fellow waitress at the Law Restaurant in North Andover Thursday night what she was getting her three-year-old son, Easton, for Christmas. I told her I hadn't really decided because I needed a little more money to come in, said Izzy. I was hoping to have a really good night that and use that for this big present. For his big present. The West Newbury native... Wow. ...who turned 30 is a single mom and lives with her son in Haverhill. She works full-time Monday through Friday as a dental assistant in North Andover office and usually takes three to four shifts a week at the loft, which we haven't been to, we should go to. I'd be lying if I said it was easy, but Easton is my everything, she said of her son. My life got better when I had him. His father takes him on weekends, which allows me to work seven days, she said. You go through everyday, you go through everyday stuff, she added, like daycare, babysitters, rent, bills, two jobs, and deal with it. Yeah, we know how it is, Izzy. Uh-huh. A group of about 20 men who worked together came to the loft for a Christmas gathering and dinner. Izzy was her only server. Honestly, they ordered a lot of appetizers, drinks, and dinners, and they stayed for about two hours, Izzy said. They were very appreciative, the kind of group you always hope to get. Izzy guessed when she was putting the bill together that it would be a $200 tip, which would make her night. After the bill and the credit card payment back to her register to input the numbers on the tip, uh, the tip line read $1,000. I looked and was stunned. Honestly, I didn't believe it, she said. So I went back to where they were all sitting and said, is this real? One of them said, uh, yes, Merry Christmas. Oh, now I'm going to tear up. I'm to such say, a sucker for stories like yes, this. To say Izzy was floored would be an understatement. I was getting emotional right there, she said. Those kinds of things don't happen to me. Those guys don't realize how much I needed that and what it means to me. Izzy said she's been on cloud nine for the last four days. I woke up on Friday with this happy buzz. I couldn't stop smiling, she said. <laughs> Same on Saturday. I have this happy feeling over me. It goes to show you that there are so many caring, nice people out there. Izzy has been a waitress at the loft for just over a year. She's been a server waitress since she turned 18 and says the loft is unlike any place she's worked before. We got to go there. The managers here have your back, she said. The girls all get along and care about each other. The loft is, is the kind of restaurant I would go to all the time. Just a great atmosphere and connection with customers. She hasn't decided exactly what her son will be getting for Christmas in, in the, under the Christmas tree in a couple of weeks, but no doubt will be a gift he and he and she will cherish. I'm so thankful for this, she said, and I do believe in. Do, and do I believe in Santa? Absolutely. We love Izzy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good story, a happy story, and it's. Uh, I love this. 
Yeah. I could watch these all day, by the way. These things with somebody <laughs> leaves the big tip. We had a woman come into the to the holiday store yesterday, and uh, which is the Salvation Army for mm-hmm. uh, Hartford, and a woman just you know a lot of them a lot of these people they want to say hi to me, and so I'm talking on the air sometimes on the to a phone call. So they don't know why I'm just sitting there. They'll just stand in front of me and just wait. Sometimes I'll just I'll I'll just it's not professional, but just pause the phone call and, and say hello to the person standing in front of me. And she handed me a thousand check, thousand dollars for the Salvation Army. I thought, oh my goodness, what a move! And she wasn't looking for anything special whatsoever. It was just the least I could do. You know, they do all the hard work, and this is like, so we like this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff too. It's great. Um, and the more moments like people can create like that, it just it's such a cliche, but it um, you know, it multiplies. It goes out there and it creates like new moments of happiness for other people then because she's going to share more moments of happiness with her son and all that and it it's such a nice thing and of course that's the original idea of saint nicholas too like why we associate him with gift giving too is not because um he came up with this idea that parents should buy their kids a ton of stuff on amazon for christmas every year but because um he would anonymously give people money who were really desperate Santa? Yes. The original one? Yes, the original St. Nicholas in uh, like the third century in Turkey, right? He oh. would, he was known for that. I mean, he was a wonder worker too. He was a saint, but he, um, he would give people, he was especially known for, um, you know, women who were too poor to have a dowry and would have to be sold into prostitution. Wow. Um, he would anonymously give them money their family's money so that they could get married and wow yeah who knew it was so uh i know he's so the, rated r the, the, the life of santa and, well were prostitutes involved in the legend of santa well that was like the reality for a lot of people back then oh like if you didn't have if you didn't have money or a husband or wealthy parents like you you didn't have options it wasn't you couldn't go get a marketing degree, you know, like that wasn't a thing then. So it, it, that, that type of charity was hugely life-changing for people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. I love so it. So I love that very much in the spirit of St. Nicholas and of the season. I love to hear it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I want to talk about this burrito bowl, uh, bowl girl. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and see what you're well i guess we kind of talked about this we'll talk about it right now yep my burrito bowl from chipotle just cost me 19.82 yes i got guac but that shouldn't make it 19.82 that is so much money for one bowl what is happening so this is a a question that i generally have all together as well i I don't Mm -hmm. understand i don't get it i don't understand when i was 30 years old i loved the dollar menu from mcdonald's it was incredible. Double cheeseburger for for one dollar was a fantastic deal. Mm-hmm. I understand I was not making a whole lot of money, but I don't understand like how can people shop at Panera and Chipotle? I don't get this. Where's all this money coming from? Nobody needs a dollar menu anymore. Well, people do, but those people can't shop at those places anymore. You know, you can't. Obviously, you know, parents with families who aren't upper middle class cannot afford to go to take their kids to McDonald's anymore, you know, because, and you, we see this too, and we do it 
on occasion as a treat. We don't go to McDonald's that often, but when we do, it's like $80 when we take our kids there. Yes. And it did not used to be that way. It used to be like $40. It's very expensive. And it's all to do with the cost of labor because all these places are having to pay people, you know, north of $16, $18 an hour now. I mean, and that's at a minimum. I, I don't know how places in this area at least are hiring anybody at $16 an hour. Every I think most um, food service jobs are paying really in the area of like $18 to $20 an hour to start. Um you know, without being a manager or anything. That's just what people are making. And so if you have that, you cannot... There are obviously material costs involved in this too, but it's largely the the human costs. And it is going to be solved by these companies doing robots. Chipotle is one that is already testing the burrito bowls to be made on a little conveyor belt automatic thing. <laughs> so... It won't be that way forever. The The cost of these things will go down and the employees will be relegated to doing just the few jobs that only a human employee can do. Um, you know, locking and unlocking doors and doing stuff that, although I suppose that can probably be done by AI pretty soon too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what jobs will be in a Chipotle that a robot won't soon be able to do better than a person. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can tell that they're all trying to push people to apps. Once everybody's in an app, then mm -hmm. then everything can be determined beforehand. Right. And Right, or like the new McDonald's concept we talked about where everything's, uh, it's like a seamless, human-free ordering experience, right? And everything's apps. And, you know, I had this experience. This made me feel so old, but I rarely go into McDonald's to order. But this time, for whatever reason, I think I didn't. I think it was when my phone was broken and I didn't have my phone. So I had to physically go into the McDonald's and, um, and, oh, and I was in the car that the window didn't work to use the drive. -thru. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was stuck. I was stuck. I could not use the drive through and I could not use my phone. So I had to go into the McDonald's and like an idiot, I went in there and like waited at the counter and they were like, what do you need? Like, what do you want? Why are you waiting at the counter? They were like, you order at the kiosk now. And I hadn't been in a McDonald's right. since they changed to that. But Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> but I was like, oh, we don't order at the counter anymore. Who knew? Like, that's you know, not the a good thing. Side, the, good, the good part of that, and that's the one on River Street in Obi, Haverhill. Mm -hmm. that, that one does that. The good side of that is that there's endless buckets of condiments. Mm -hmm. right there so you can grab the picante sauce or all of whatever you need and it's you know it's not somebody who's going to give you four of anything you can grab them in metric tons and for me that's like half the reason i'm still willing to be alive <laughs> is con little packets of condiments you know, I know there's a story, i've seen them in our house there's a story about mcdonald's um a barcelona sports story saying there is a god mcdonald's is bringing back the snack wrap in 2025 and i'm looking at the picture of the um of the uh, honey mustard snack wrap, little wrap roll-up mm -hmm. thing. And I look at that and I say, who the frig is doing McDonald's this wrong? Yeah, I'm not a snack wrap person either. I do remember when they came out, that was sort of the height of wraps being super popular. And it might even have been around the same time when they had the salads, which I did like the McDonald's salads. I know you probably hate that too. But they had the um, the like Asian chicken salad. 
Yeah, I, I like the little chips in them. And they had, the, yes, that was the Southwestern salad had the little, um, but the yes, Asian the, one had little like sticks almost. Yes, stick, yes. And and an orange little mandarin. Yeah, they had to do this because that 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 psychotic uh, put out uh, supersize me, which is just a, a totally right. apocryphal. But I actually I did like I did like those Asian chicken salads, and um, that was good. But the snack wrap, I was never a big snack wrap person, even when they were big the first time around. But yeah, I can't imagine going to McDonald's and ordering a wrap. I'm already, I already think like the breakfast burrito is kind of lame. I know you like the breakfast burrito, but. Oh, I love the breakfast burrito because the breakfast, anything you can load one packet of salsa in per bite is fantastic. And that's what the breakfast burrito does for me. I get warm feelings when I think about the breakfast burrito. There's we so much better stuff at McDonald's breakfast though. The biscuits at McDonald's oh, breakfast are so good. No, no, no they're no so fluffy and like no, I feel bad and for you. oily and delicious. I feel they're bad for so you. good. You're doing McDonald's wrong, Alice. I feel bad. No, for you. and the hash brown is like one of my favorite things in the world. I could eat what a, seriously. What a bottom feeding thing I could to eat love. Probably ten hash browns in Alice, a sitting Alice, if you let me. Listen, listen. Uh-huh. Me, you, and Izzy are from West Newbury. Okay, it's a nice place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get past the potato as a thing, okay? We're They're trying to have a because, civilization okay. here, Alice. We're a first world country. We're not going to revel in the potato as something that you're going with at McDonald's. No. Hash browns are really and good. The McDonald's hash brown and the shape of it is perfect. That every should girl, be in now, like... hold on. Every, every cute woman jogging named Katie with a ponytail and brown hair and good Irish looks loves fresh out of the thing um french fries and i appreciate that mm-hmm. but alice one's palate must be <laughs> expanded more than a fried french potato well the mcdonald's french fries are good we've done a lot of coverage of french fries on this program so i won't rehash that rehash, rehash. nicely done alice. um but the mcdonald's hash brown like if I made a food museum and put in important cultural foods, I would put a special place for the hash brown, the McDonald's hash brown in that shape, that little if oblong. You're to, if you're going to get, get in the contest of potatoes, then yes, the way they do it as well is, is great because there's lots of surface space. It's so, super crispy on the yeah. outside and crunchy and hot. And, and you, like, notice, you and, notice that that can't be reproduced. At home. Yeah, you can't make... You can, well, the cook. ones that come in the green package at the store, Frozen, are pretty, pretty close. I said you cannot reproduce it. You can get close. And those mm-hmm. ones can do it. And if you do some TLC by using even a frying pan to like finish those to crisp them up... A frying pan? I bet you if you had a deep fryer and you did the... Well, hold and on. You no, did the, hold on, Alice. Alice. This is... You're breaking the rules of engagement. Okay. A deep fryer changes everything. <laughs> a deep, if you have a deep fryer... You can, you're winning the lottery every meal. Other than, I'm surprised, by the way, that people don't. You know how? I guess it's just too trashy. But you know how everyone has these big, amazing kitchens with like mm-hmm. little wine refrigerators and like fancy double ovens that cost like more than some people make in a year. And you know, people do these kitchens that are all out. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars building kitchens in some cases. Oh yeah. Um, I'm surprised that's not something people install in their own kitchens is like a well deep fryer in the counter like like restaurant kitchens have. 
It's a good point, and I assume... I assume it's just too trashy. Like, the type well, of people who spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on their kitchen aren't really deep frying that much food, well, maybe? Well, I don't but, know. But also, you're going to have a vat of grease sitting around, which is also something... Well, restaurants do. Well, yeah, but they have a, a, a dumpster for grease out back. Are we going to have one of those? But but also... With the, you think rich people can't get rid of grease if they need to? Well, I mean, I get rid of grease. You can still see <laughs> grease stains from four years ago on our driveway. But um, I, I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's a fire hazard. Maybe, I mean, I get the feeling that a lot of people who have awesome kitchens. I mean, Because it, it is kind of, that's the problem with the deep fryers you can buy and have in your house. Is you now have this other stupid huge appliance sitting around your kitchen. And they only look nice for the first time you use them. And yeah. then they're gross. And like you can never get the cooked on brown stuff off of everywhere. And they're disgusting. And like dust sticks to them. Because yeah. they're greasy and And you and have sticky. to do something with the grease. You have to use it. You can reuse it. Pour it back into the thing. And Ugh. use it again. Which is totally seems shade. As far as oh, well, restaurants but, use that grease for like a long time. Yeah. But but, 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 but we, we, we've had one. We've had a few. It was, uh-huh. Everybody got one We had one, one when I was a kid. But we would pull it out there for was, special um, occasions. There was... um. So when we who lived in a bachelor part of mm-hmm. Pat and Beacon Hill, my brother and I and a bunch of our dude friends essentially who all were staying there, we got a one of those and we deep fried everything for like three days and then <laughs> felt nauseous for like the next calendar year. Yes. But so yes, yeah, so we had one, we would get it out on special occasions, which is when my dad would pull out the grill which was also a special occasion because mm-hmm. mostly he made a big production of it and he was an idiot but that's a long story anyway so he would like make dinner so he would pull out the grill and have a big production and sit outside with like his glass of wine and like do his grilling and then my mom inside did all the work of like all the rest of dinner and serving stuff and all that stuff so and that was one of the things that she did was like pull out the deep fryer so that we could do french fries to go with the steak and you know we had a potato cutter that was a little grid so you could push the potato through it and it would make fry shapes and stuff um but yeah but it's not practical for everyday use one of the reasons it's easy to deep fry things in restaurants and in commercial kitchens is because you have a well sitting in the counter that you can just turn on and it heats up and you can chuck stuff in it and fry it and it makes deep frying stuff and it makes such a huge difference for anything that you want crispy like that. Oh, totally. It's all the difference. You can put fish in there. You can put fries oh, everything's in there. better I deep mean, fried. You can, yeah. Wings you could have all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that's like not really able to be replicated without a deep fryer. Oh, totally. Totally. Now, you can try. And I know a, a woman in 1993 came over t- to me and Jimmy and tried to do on a big skillet fried chicken mm-hmm. breaded. And we were terrible to her. I'm sorry. Julie. You can make good fried chicken in a skillet. Them, I'll probably be making it this weekend we for our them, daughter's birthday we because call that's them her meteors. favorite. Um, um, fried chicken in a skillet. Ugh. Like uh, my lime chicken is a breaded. Oh, that's different. That's chicken, chicken breast. This is this is like Kentucky Fried. This oh. is a bone in. And there's um, never any reason to have chicken with a bone. Well, in Well, I it. disagree completely. But but um, but um, you can you can make homemade potato chips on with a frying pan, which are pretty damn gorgeous. You know, cut them thinly. Have you done it? Uh, Supple did that. Have you not done that? No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. It just seems not worth it to me. The potato chips from the store are great, and they come in a giant bag for like a dollar. 
there's no reason why I would expend that much effort to make probably a third of a bag of potato chips in my own home. Yeah, I understand. It is there's some part of the um, labor there it might not be worth it, but oh goodness, there's some good chip potatoes out there. What's your favorite brand? Oh, that's a big question. We'll have to address that another day. All right. That's too much to address right now. It's been so long, I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too. Hope you wonder what am I doing and who I'm pursuing. I hope you think I lead a really exotic life the way I think about you. You probably have a wife of your job and you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends out in your backyard and sometimes think about me 